Well, greetings, everyone. Good to be with you. Glad to have you back on The Shakedown, a podcast by corrections for corrections about corrections. I'm your host, Warden Aaron Dawson. Most importantly, though, I'm glad to be with you on this podcast. Glad to have uh, Lieutenant Motes back with us again as we continue talking about officer survival. Um, if you didn't catch the first two episodes, shame on you. Back up. Go check those out. Uh, but talking about those things that uh, not necessarily survival as far as a physical altercation or an assault or, or things of that nature that, yeah, that's important. Definitely defend yourself. Uh, be cognizant of what's going on. But really, uh, the psychological, the internal, the things that will cut our career short, something we've been talking about here at Morton County is looking at uh, recently anyway, is looking at how long do we keep an officer? How long, you know, when, uh, when Ted and Moses and I started, it was most of the officers that worked in the jail, you know, the average would have been eight, nine, 10, maybe yeah. 12 years uh, of service. Uh, you know, we're doing good. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but we're doing good to get two, three years, oh, yeah. uh, before somebody finds something else or life changes or they go to patrol, whatever, but we're doing good to keep them three years. Yeah. Um, and then there's a host of others uh, that, you know, they have the potential, they have the ability uh, to, to, to make a long-term career out of corrections, but they didn't survive. Uh, they didn't survive. So we talked about in the, in the first episode on officer survival, we talked about stress. Um, so uh, if you didn't catch that one, I suggest make sure you go check check that out. Some good stuff there. We talked about dealing with a crisis and how uh, that can impact us. Yes, professionally, you know, if, if we're not prepared and we do something foolish, um, but it can affect us psychologically and mentally. But I want to talk about uh, today is probably something that when we talk about this, this topic is the most uh, the part that's the nearest and dearest to my heart. And that's about balance. Um, and I'm not talking about your ability to balance on one foot. I'm talking about the ability to balance your work life and the rest of your life. Uh, something that I've, I'm, I've quoted many times is the statement that corrections is what we do. It's not who we are. Um, you know, proud to be a corrections officer, proud to wear this uniform, proud to stand alongside my brothers and sisters in law enforcement. Um, you know, proud if I get asked in town or whatever, you know, so what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a corrections officer, you know, definitely proud of what I do. Uh, but that's just it. Uh, it's what I do. It doesn't define who I am at a base level. You know, I'm a son, I'm a brother, I'm, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a friend, et cetera, et cetera. And so I want to take a few minutes today and talk about maintaining uh, that balance. And and there's probably a host of areas, but being that this, you know, is not a you know two hour long podcast, yeah. we figured we'd just kind of narrow it down and limit it to uh, four areas in which uh, in which we need to make sure that, uh, we maintain, um, some balance. So, uh, uh, Senator Mosey, you want to, you want to get us, get us rolling uh, with the first one. And, and to be fair, honestly, it, uh, Warden and I care enough about these four things that we could probably talk for two hours. That's exactly right. That's exactly um, right. Cause it, you know, going back to stress and going back to, to dealing with this job, dealing with home life, dealing with whatever else, you have to have the, the balance. Well, so we're going to talk about different ways you can balance that relationship. Yes. And, and, and the first one of those is hobbies. Okay. Um, now, there are good hobbies. <laughs> there are bad hobbies. We're just going to talk about the good ones. That's okay? right. Um, and, and talk about some of the downfalls to, to hobbies, you know. Um, exercise. A heck of a hobby to have to deal with stress. Yes. Uh, it, you know, honestly, 
as you can tell, I probably need to go to the gym more often than I do. But when I go to the gym, I find myself leaving a lot less distressed because I'm not, you know, punching a wall. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I carry enough of it around. Might as well push something. <laughs> like um, so, you know, working out, that, that's a heck of a hobby. Yeah. Um, going out for hikes, you know, some of you live in, in some beautiful parts of the country. Um, I was telling Dawson earlier, one of my cousins is getting married in, in Glacier National Park, which is that's a 31-hour drive from North Alabama. But I'm going because Absolutely. I want to see that part of the country, you know. And, 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 and that's the wedding. A, oh, yeah. And the, uh, and the wedding. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, and the wedding. That part. Yes. Um, but uh, – <laughs> It's a good excuse. Anyway, so, but, uh, but hobbies can, can be a great stress reliever. My biggest hobby is I'm an outdoors guy. Okay. Yeah. Whether it be just wandering through the woods somewhere, you know, I'm out, my wife laughs at me. We live in a subdivision. Um, and, and I'll be in the backyard, like looking at rabbit tracks. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just seeing where these rabbits are going, you know? Um, but the problem with, with my hobbies with, with the outdoors is, there's two hobbies that, that I really love in the outdoors that really could cost me a fortune if my wife, you know, didn't say, no, you can't buy that. Um, now, granted, I know that I could say, no, it's my money. I'm buying it, but I like being married. Uh, right. Okay? Absolutely. But absolutely, I am a bass fisherman and I'm a hunter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> if you are any one of those two things or a combination of two, you know that the fever for those two things will consume you. It will yes. eat you alive. So let's let's look at the the negatives of hobbies right. on those two subjects. All right. So Alabama, we have a wonderful hunting season that runs. Both seasons starts at the beginning of October, and we have a season depending on what part of the state you're in. Whitetail deer season runs all the way to February 10th. Okay. Uh -huh. um, we have numerous management areas. People around where I live, we're all in hunting clubs. So you know we pay a dues every year, and we can go take a camper out there and ride full it, whatever it's awesome okay but the big thing about it is sitting in the middle of the woods by yourself is when you learn the most about yourself yeah. because guess who there is to talk to you absolutely and so i am a proponent that talking to yourself is actually a good thing yes the problem with that is is when you get to out there and you start learning about yourself you start also evaluating everything and this can go one of two ways you can evaluate the good things about people or you can evaluate right. the bad things about people and so what that can actually do if you evaluate the bad things about people is that can cause more stress that you're trying to relieve. Okay. So you have to balance that. And, and, and the problem also with the fever of fishing and hunting is you want to leave work and all you can do is think about going out there because that uh -huh. is your escape from stress. Uh -huh. Okay. I know Dawson has a hobby that he might talk about here in a second that he has a shop. And if you ever need any furniture built, call this guy. Absolutely. Um, but he knows the same way I'm talking about. He, he feels the same way about his furniture hobby as uh -huh. I do about hunting and fishing. Like, literally, if I have any downtime at work, I'm probably going to be on some website looking at, oh, what's, who won best bait at iCast or what? Right. Like, I can afford it anyway. I work in corrections. <laughs> I'm going to Walmart and buying ugly sticks. But, um, <laughs> That's like, hobbies can be a great thing or they can be a negative thing. And you have to make them a positive thing, whatever that hobby may be. Okay? Try not to go down the hobbies of, Let's see how many bush lights I can drink on Friday night because that's going yeah. to lead to alcoholism. Yes. Um, let's let's see. 
oh, well, can I smoke weed today and not get drug tested in the next 30 days? Let's not try that hobby, okay? Yeah. We need constructive, good hobbies to balance out the stress from work and home and Absolutely. make them deal with each other. Absolutely. And, yeah, the, the, the same issue with the woodworking thing is, you know, you always can find good equipment oh, yeah. uh, that yeah. is in the tens of yeah. thousands of dollars, that new kind of money that we never see. Uh, the other, you know, another area of, of thinking about uh, balance and, and thinking about how we can balance out our work life. I know for me personally, uh, balancing that with family time is, you know, the, mm -hmm. the fact that that grounds me, um, you know, keeps me, keeps me in the real world that, you know, have a rough day at work. Uh, yesterday was one of those, by the way. Yes. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, you know, have one of those days where you're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. Corrections is done. I'm, I'm this, 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 this career is stupid. I'm out. I'm done with it. I don't even know why I do it. Um, you know, and you want to get all wadded up and bent out of shape and like, you know what? Uh, yes, this career is annoying at times, but it provides a means for me to support my family. And when I get home and I pull in that driveway and I walk in the house and I see these, these people that are the closest to me, uh, it reminds me that, yeah, I may have done corrections all day, but this is who I am. I'm a husband, I'm a father, and I can invest in them, enjoy the time with them. Uh, so having that balance of it's not all about work, it's no, I'm going home, and I'm going home to these family, to my family. And then you think about, uh, again, faith. Um, and I know everybody has their own opinion on faith, and this is not one of those times where I'm going to uh, pontificate, if you will, <laughs> on my opinion on this, but... Everybody believes in something, whether they believe in someone else, whether they believe in themselves, whether they believe in a, a higher power, whatever. They believe in something. But the fact that we believe in something and that, that that something that we believe in gives us purpose, it reminds us of the why behind the what. Um, you know, if, if, if we come to work and we don't feel like that we're ever going to make a difference, we don't feel like our job's going to matter, then why are we doing it? Uh, we won't for very long. And so having that faith, having that, 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 that provides that purpose and that goal is something that, that can provide balance to the fact that when we have those rough days, man, it reminds us, no, here's my purpose. Here's my goal. Here's, here's what I'm shooting for. When we're having those really awesome days and, and, you know, we got the promotion or, or, you know, we got, we got, you know, the article in the newspaper quoted us and there's our smiling picture on the, you know, on the front page or whatever. And it's, it's that uptime. It grounds us to remember, you know what? I may be, I may be up here now, but a few seconds of stupidity and, and I'm, I'm on the other end of this thing, but providing, providing, uh, that balance. But of course, those three things, yeah. they're all, they're all outside the field of corrections. But I know both of us, when we were both, you know, when we were shift supervisors realized that, okay, I as an individual need to make sure I have a balance and each of the officers that I work with, but even in our shifts, even our facilities, our staff, we've got to have some balance and that, that's, that, that can be accomplished as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it, it, that goes back to the, to the stress thing, leaving, leaving home stress at home and work stress at, right. at, at yeah. work, you know, because, um, you know, you come in and, and, and you've been battling things at home or whatever else, or, or your daycare has went up $400 a month. And you just and, randomly pulled that out of the air. Yeah. That just happened. That's um, okay. Absolutely. Have a, have a, have a three-year-old great lover. Have another one. Oh, wonderful. Now I've got two in daycare. Oh, well, not on top of that, but inflation, we're going up $400 a month. Appreciate absolutely. That. I'm a That's corrections it. officer. Um, anyway, so, but stress from that can also, you know, filter over into work and how you filter that stress to your employees 
is a big deal. Yeah. Um, most of the time when, when Dawson and I get to work, we literally make it in the door before, before something stupid slaps us in the face. Uh, that's a fact. Well, I, I don't think I'm supposed to use the word stupid anymore. Apparently, it's it's frowned upon. That's um, a bad word. Yeah. Um, we'll edit that out later. And so, um, <coughs> anyway, uh, it's like this. Okay, I've been dealing with all this at home. My wife's hounding me about I, I, I'm too tired to cut the grass. I'm too tired to do this. I'm too tired to do that. And I walk in the door, and I come in booking, and, and somebody walks up to me and is like, Lieutenant, the booking computer's on fire. What should we do about it? And so I'm like, did you put the fire out? We probably shouldn't have that response, but because of stress at home, we're like, Absolutely. hey, DA, let's use our head a little bit. But instead of that, we're saying, okay, so let's think about this. In a, we have to be more controlled. Yes. More, um we have to pontificate on things a little bit. Yes, absolutely. That's my new favorite word. I, I, you know, you're welcome. And so we have to we have to make sure that that we're treating our people on our shift. Now, I'm not saying don't chew your people out. If they need to be chewed out, get to chewing. You're gonna have to chew them out at mm-hmm. some point. But what I'm saying is, is if you had a rough day at home and you haven't slept well, when you come into work, you got to shed all that. You got to just let it go. Just let it stay at home and and balance with your people. Now. You derive all the home stuff with work stress. So so let's take the home stuff away again. Let's talk about just stress in the building, just stress where you work at. So how do you how do you deal with it? How do you make everybody be like, okay, yeah, we're at work, but let's let's just sit back and, and chill. Um we did it when I was on shift, and I know Dawson did it when he was on shift, and, and we've got one supervisor now that does it every Monday they work. The first right. Monday they work every month. And I love it. Because yeah, they have absolutely. a different, they have a different themed dinner every month. One month may be Italian, the next month may be like hamburgers and hot dogs. The next month may be like uh, uh, at Thanksgiving they do like chicken and dressing and ham. And, oh yes. And then his corporal on shift loves to like barbecue, so he smokes like you know Boston butts, and and we have a barbecue Monday, and I'm just sitting here thinking, thank you, thank God for y'all doing these shift dinners. <laughs> But you do that to, to build, hey, guys, I appreciate it. On a Saturday night we work or on a Saturday or whenever, we're going to have a cookout. I, yeah. I'm going to do the cooking. Do not get inmates out to cook the food. Absolutely not. If you're a supervisor, you do the cooking. Yeah. Um, even if you're not a supervisor, you can still do this amongst your shift. If you ask your supervisor, hey, can yeah. I cook one weekend for these guys? Yeah. Go get cookies. Bring them in. Do something. Just give them some kind of balance of, hey, I know we're working hard, yeah. but here's a little bit. here's a little bit of a reward for – Everything you do, everything you provide for us, like, thank you, you know. Um, and be careful with that, though, because <clears throat> I had a preacher one time that said um, that he did not want to have any potluck dinners anymore. And I okay. said, uh, well, first off, I'm, I'm Southern. That's, We're going to eat. That's not going to work. Uh, the you scripture know? says buffet your body daily. Yeah. Buffet. I love that word. It spells just um, like buffet, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. And so I, I was, I, we were like, why, why do you not? Well, he said, I don't know how, how clean somebody's kitchen is at their house. I'd rather have it catered and brought in. Yeah, okay. I said, okay. I I'm, said, I'm, where are you from? He said, <laughs> there may be some of you listening from the state that he's from, so I won't mention the state because I'm not trying to knock you down. Um, but I said, well, okay, clearly you're not from south of Kentucky. So right, around, right, here, right. around here, that, that mess in the kitchen, that adds flavor. Absolutely. That's all that does. Builds character. Yeah, my grandmother hadn't washed her cast iron skillet in 46 years. You know, but hey, <laughs> the cornbread, you can't beat it. That's, so, that's right. I don't know what I was on there. But, you know, you're doing that stuff, holding events outside of work. Go axe throwing. Go play putt-putt. Something, go, yes. Go do something. Just hang out as a shift. Bring your family. Because 
believe it or not, when your families get to know each other, it brings yeah. you closer because yeah. now you kind of share life a little bit and, and they have somebody that knows what somebody's going through. Um, it's, it's, you know, that balance with your shift and, and understanding, Hey, maybe I should make work my escape from stress. Maybe work shouldn't be my stressor. It should be where I go to get away from the stress. It's, it's a balance for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And guys, the point, the point of all this is, I mean, you, like I said, you could probably come up, we could probably come up with a list of things a mile long to talk about providing that balance. But the point is, what we do for a living, our career, uh, yes, you want it to matter. Yes, you want to make a difference. Yes, you want it to be impactful. Um, but it cannot become who you are because one day, uh, one day I'm not going to be able to put this uniform on. One day, you know, maybe, hopefully it's, it's not, you know, today or tomorrow, but there's going to come a time where I'm not going to be able to do this job anymore, whether it's, it's age or it's health or, or whatever the case may be. And if my identity is wrapped up in and my life is wrapped in, up in what I do and you take that away from me, uh, now I'm nothing. Yep. Uh, now I've got nothing. And also, if my identity is wrapped up in what I do, there's a whole lot of people in my life that, you know, whether it be a family, a spouse, friends, coworkers, whatever, if my identity is wrapped up in, in, in what I do for a living, there's no room in it for them unless it benefits what I do. But anyway... Uh, something guys, something to think about. And I, I challenge you, uh, you know, make your own list of, yeah. of ways in which you can, yeah. you can balance that, that work, the stress, the, the, the pressure, whatever, uh, whatever the case may be, but provide that release for you on the other side, uh, so that, uh, so that you can survive, uh, this career. Uh, by the way, my information, something new that we just, just added. Uh, we have added an email so that you can communicate uh, with the podcast. The email is theshakedown at jailtraining.org. Uh, the shakedown, all one word, at jailtraining.org. So if you got any questions, uh, got any ideas, comments on a topic that uh, that has been discussed in the past or, or whatever the case may be, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, by the way, uh, up and coming, I'm going to... We're going to throw some ideas out there and going to basically base a whole show around the responses uh, that we get from you all. So uh, be, be looking forward to that. But, guys, our time is out uh, again. So, as always, I want to say stay sharp, stay safe, stay vigilant. Until next time, guys, Godspeed.